and welcome back to Noah's Window. We were in Romans 12 yesterday, Mark, so today, over in Romans 13, Paul's given a lot of good instructions about how to live as a Christian in difficult days. But jumping in at the very end um, of the chapter, verse 13, he says, because we belong to the day, so he's talking to Christians here, because we belong to the day, we must live decent lives for all to see. Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness or in sexual promiscuity and immoral living or in quarreling and jealousy. Uh, instead, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a huge wave within the Christian culture that's about Christian liberties and a lot of the things that they're encouraging mm -hmm. sound like things on that list. What do you think? And to me, it reminds me of the words of Jesus where Jesus said, let your light shine. And he said, so that men can see your mm -hmm. good deeds and glorify God the Father. Well, people do things at night that they want hidden. And so mm -hmm. what Paul is saying to us is that we're children of the day. And consequently, our lives should be characterized by actions that we don't mind people seeing. Mm -hmm. Because we want people to glorify God. Not that we're proud of what we do, just that we don't do things that we need to be ashamed of. And remembering that we're representing the Lord. As well, we live our life, we're representing Him. And we wouldn't want to do things that would... Uh, be contrary to what he would want us to be. Well, Paul's going to say all these things in the context of we're running out of time. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to go very far to look at examples of scandals in the Christian community. Oh goodness, yes. And here we are in the last days. And just in the last few years, we've had Christian leaders in all kinds of scandals. Mm -hmm. And every time that happens, the world says, see, there's nothing mm -hmm. to it. There's no mm -hmm. difference between, mm -hmm. you know, people that love God and, and, and us. And, and so it's, a, I mean, not to say these are bad people. I think they're godly people. They just get tripped up with some sin pattern in their lives. And the next thing you know, it's a scandal. So Paul is calling us to live clean lives, uh, children of the day. In mm -hmm. other words, doing things, saying things that we don't need to be ashamed of. I think it's also interesting that there's a, a contrast here. You know, when you're studying the scripture, always looking for contrast. But when he lists all these things, uh, you know, uh, wild parties, drunkenness, sexual promiscuity, and all that, he, he says, instead, so here's the contrast, instead, clothe yourself, and I think this is big, with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that reminds me of, um, you know, something that we used to hear a lot, I think, back in the 70s, at least I remember first hearing that. When you sit down to watch something or you go someplace, how comfortable would you be if Jesus was right there with you? Which, of course, we know he is. But yeah. that's something to stop and think about. His presence. He's present in us. And um, if, if the contrast of participating in all these things is understanding that he's present with us, that's something to... I think you've really got something there. And, and perhaps that's what children of the day means, is that you are actually practicing the presence of Christ. And obviously, you know, if Jesus came to our house... Uh, like the old song used to say when I was really, really small, uh, we, we, would, we would be careful how we spoke. We'd be careful what we did. Mm -hmm. We'd be careful of mm -hmm. what entertainment we engaged in. Uh, you know, we'd be careful of everything. Well, he is there. And to mm -hmm. practice his presence is, uh, is what Paul, I think, is, like you say, I think that's what he's summoning he the said, people to do. I think this is interesting, too. He said, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord. So when you're clothed, you're wrapped in you're wrapped in something. So I, well, that's an interesting well, metaphor. You know, for me, I, I just keep thinking about the series because week after week I've talked about this. In mm -hmm. the book of Ephesians, the Bible says, put off the old garment, accept your new identity, and then put on the new put on the new person. Well, that new person is Christ being formed in us. Mm -hmm. So it's just such a beautiful 
text. I will say one thing, Reynolds. When you look at that list of things that Paul is telling us to leave behind, mm -hmm. you know, wild parties, drunkenness, mm -hmm. notice that quarreling is in there. Yeah, I was going to say, you can go check, 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 and then went quarreling. Quarreling. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, it's you know, a little harder. Because, you know, big typical Christians, you know, are like, well, yeah, those hellraisers, they shouldn't do what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, the Bible is like being quarrelsome. Mm -hmm. uh, is you know it, it mentions that and so and quarreling can be over something that's good yeah you can, can you can quarrel over something that you're passionate about and oh, you can even be in the right I was gonna say there have been times when I've quarreled and I was right but it was the wrong thing to do is quarreling and and you know think about how much damage has been done by Christians mm. quarreling in the public sphere mm -hmm. and Paul again is reminding us we're running out of time Jesus mm -hmm. is coming you know, we need to take that into account in the way we live our lives. And that, of course, one thing leads me to another, but uh, since you mentioned that, because Paul's talking about the quarreling thing, I've uh, been working on 1 Corinthians for a book by book. And in 1 Corinthians, Paul is addressing, you know, why in the world are you taking each other to court? So oh, even yeah. Christians get upset and, and they feel like, you know, they've got to find injustice among themselves. And so uh, that's, that's part of our human nature that we have to... Uh, ask the Holy Spirit to reign in in our life. You know how I am. On, in the summer, I have what I call my summer Bible conference. Uh, and Mary Alice knows what it means is I come out on the deck and I listen to worship music and then I pick a sermon that I want to hear. And, or two. Or, or two three. or three, right. Yeah, I have the Bible <laughs> conference going. But last time I was listening to the wonderful Ron Dunn, who's with yeah. the Lord now, yeah. great evangelist for many years, great Bible teacher. And he said something similar to what you're saying. He said, often we... We try to expect more out of this world than is in it. And mm -hmm. he said, you know, contentment is not going to be in this world. Mm -hmm. You know, he said, uh, happiness, constant happiness is not going to be in this world. He said, oftentimes we want to pull more out of it mm -hmm. than is in it. But we're going to have contentment in heaven. I don't, obviously Christ followers are going to be contented with what we have. But as far as like finding what we want in this world, Ron was saying, you know, that's expecting more out of this world that's in it. That's and, in it. and in 1 Corinthians, Paul even says, just go ahead and absorb the injustice, yeah. which reminds me of something that you say a lot, and that is, you know, sometimes we're, we just need to absorb yeah. an injustice, right. um, you know, for the, for, the, for the sake of the Lord, for right. His name, for His testimony. Right, so, and, and real quickly, I don't mean abuse or anything right, like right. that, yeah, but, but I'm just talking about when someone, someone is unkind to us and we have that desire to defend ourselves sometimes yeah. you just let the lord defend you well and i mean just to give you know we can be facetious like I, you and i you would remember i remember a story years ago we're talking probably 20 something years ago when there was a, a christian neighbor that we had in a, in a way different neighborhood and uh, she built a fence that was not exactly the way her neighbors liked and other christians actually took her to court it actually was very beautiful but I, mean, I think those are the kind of things paul's talking about like yeah don't go you know there's there's a time you know uh, there's a time to stand up for um for what's right but if if you're just you know picking at one another over this and that that's really not well i just think so many times you know you, you mentioned that this has been part of, of my world where i just would not push back or not defend myself and and often i would say i can afford to be generous that's because right. god is so good that's I don't right. always have to defend myself, especially if that defending creates a quarrel that then becomes a, right. a scene that can yeah. cause damage to the cause but of Christ. But as you somebody who's in an abusive situation. Oh, that's very different. That's very different. That's very they different. need to get out of yeah. that. But um, some of our little petty arguments, and yeah. sometimes that's what's going on within families or b between neighbors, and sometimes between Christians over issues that 
anyway we just tend to do that don't we oh it's human it's it's human i mean it we all want to say our piece we That's all right. want to defend ourselves and we're all right we're always, always right. right yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay well as we wrap up today's nose window and as we wrap up this week um, thinking about the presence of God in our life uh, as a contrast to all these worldly things that are going on. Uh, Mark, would you pray for us? Father, it does excite us to think about the coming of our Lord. And, and we know that you know the day, you know the hour, the split second where Jesus will come. But from what we can see in the signs of the times, it isn't long. Lord, help us to remember that, especially as Christ followers who want to reach as many people for you as we can in these last days. Help us to live lives where we don't have to be ashamed of what we say or do or how we treat others. I pray, Lord, that you'll help us just to remember where we are in time and to be strategic in trying to reach as many people as we can. Lord, we need your help. Our flesh uh, is still bent toward wrong, and we want to follow you. We want to be right in your sight. So help us, I pray, please. Oh, Lord, in the name of uh, your son, Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Well, again, thank you for joining us today and this week here on Noah's Window, and we're going to look forward to seeing you again next week. And for those of you who are new springers, we'll see you this weekend. That's right. God bless. See you soon.